So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Okay. Okay. This is your cue to say something, sweetness. Honey, are you there? Yes. Are you saying something or are you merely mouthing something, trying to fool me into thinking that your microphone doesn't work? Further adding to <laughs> the frustrations of this morning. What's that, honey? Wait, check the settings on your microphone. Or wait, check the settings on your vocal cords. Yes, that's very interesting, honey. Okay, do we know what we're talking about? Of course we know what we're we're going to talk about. We're going to enthrall people with our exploits of our lives. Oh, wait, wait. I remember. This week's podcast will be... All about insulting our audience. <laughs> insulting our audience? We don't have an audience. If you're, if you're going to insult your audience, you have to know who's listening. I don't even know who listens to our show. <laughs> Probably nobody. <laughs> Probably people listening in and they're like, who are these clowns? Honey, since we don't have anything to really talk about, I think that we need to come up with some ideas mm-hmm. on topics that we're going to discuss in the future episodes of the podcast. Right. And so I think we should do a little brainstorming session. Right. Do you have anything special in mind? Well, that's, that's why, I, why I brought this up. So that you... You're, now you're just messing with me. <laughs> Honey, this is a collaborative effort. And uh, we're going to make up things that we can talk about on the podcast. We're going to use this time. And we're going to use up the precious time of our listeners so that we can brainstorm topics to talk about. Why don't we ask our audience what they like us to talk about? We should. How should people get in contact with us? They can write a review and or comment and instead of comment they can tell us what they want to hear. For example, they can say, "We would like to hear Sana insulting her husband more." We could also say, "We want to hear Sana talking about this." If people want to have have some ideas that on things that Sana and I can talk about. Rather than leave a review on iTunes, oh my goodness, don't get me started about leaving a review on iTunes, they could go to our website, jamesandsana.com. Did I tell you, honey, that we have a website? Um, yeah. Good. I was just making sure, because I sort of did it in the dark of night, and I'm not, I can't remember if I told you that I actually got the website set up. Right. I know. You set it up and you send it to me. Yes, that's right. It was on Thanksgiving weekend. Bluehost was having a special, and I paid for three years of hosting for $95. Wow. Which is that's a good deal. Absurdly cheap. Yeah, they had it for if you buy the 36 month plan, then it was like three $3 a month. <laughs> so we're set for three years of website hosting. Hmm. Assuming Bluehost doesn't go under, which I don't think they will, they've been around for a while, and they seem to be doing rather well. 
So if you want to give us some feedback, if you want to say hello, if you want to give us some ideas on stuff that we should talk about on the show, head on over to jamesandsana.com. How do you spell your name again? S-A-U-N-A. Honey, are you serious? No. This is for the benefit of our listeners who may think that your name is spelled the way we know it. Sauna is not S-A-U-N-A. No, it's S-A-N-A. Yes, so... Singapore... Sauna without the U. Right. Singapore, America, Netherlands, America. Honey, we don't need to make it into an acronym. You said you want the audience to know how to spell my name. Honey, Singapore, America, Netherlands, America makes it far more complicated than just (laughs) S-A-N-A. That's how... That's how we spell out the words over the phones or podcasts. Okay. Singapore, America, Netherlands, America. Right. So, for example, you why, call why, the hotel. Why America twice? Because there is two A in my name. Well, why not Argentina? We can be Ar- Armenia. Could be Argentina. But usually internationally, they use A as America. Really? Mm-hmm. So, for example, mm-hmm. you call a hotel and you're making a mm-hmm. booking and you want to book mm-hmm. it under a specific name. All the hotel reservation desk officers usually use name of countries to spell out the name. Interesting. So Singapore is what they use for S? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I will be like, well, thank you, Mr. James Newbrush. Oh, sorry, Newcomb, uh, <laughs> for choosing our hotel. Let me check your name again. Is it James Newcomb as Jamaica, England, sorry, America, Malaysia, they will go on to the end. <laughs> really? Yeah. So they want to make sure they get it right. Huh. That's interesting. So your name is Sweden, Angola, Namibia, Argentina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> they can never misspell it because the name of the countries never change. It's the same. What if you forget, like, Namibia? That's not a well-known country. I think hoteliers, they know all the countries. Right, I suppose they do. Mm-hmm. Especially international ones. The clerk at the Best Western here on the ocean front of Virginia Beach isn't likely to know any of these things. But <laughs> <laughs> if you get out of the country, if you get out of the United States, and you actually have to know something to get along in this world, then yes, you, you would have to know um, <laughs> more than just how to get to your mom's house. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you know what happened? You said my your mom house and I remember something. Uh, what did what did you remember? Um I remember when I was a student, I went back to mom house and we were just talking and the discussion really heated up. And uh, I took up my socks. Mom asked me, "Can I go to kitchen and bring her a glass of water?" So I go there mm-hmm. and keep my socks in a deep freezer and come back without water. And then I was looking for that socks for a month. And then suddenly mom said, did you leave your socks in the deep freeze in our house? And then I remembered <laughs> that mom asked me to bring her a glass of water and I left my socks in the deep freezer. Why did you put your socks in the Because I was freezer? really, you know, busy talking. It was really deep discussion. So this discussion was so deep that you decided... It was in my hand and then... You, okay, so your socks were in your hand. Yeah. And you got something out of the freezer. You left your socks in there. I went to the kitchen to bring mom a glass of water and I left it. 
fox in the deep freezer came back with no water. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been really occupied with whatever you were talking about. Because me and my mom, we, when we talk, it becomes always a debate. Uh, so you, you two are both very strong-willed personalities. Mm-hmm. That My mom and I are the complete opposite. My mom and I, we want to diffuse tension mm. or any potential for tension. Mm-hmm. We make a very good family. So me and my mom get into discussion and you and your mom come and try to diffuse tension. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be the peacemakers. <laughs> United <Oops>. Nation. <laughs> cut, cut it out, you two. You're scaring the fish. <laughs> Honey, I have to tell you about this book that I read or I'm reading. Mm-hmm. It's called A Different Shade of Green, A Biblical Approach to Environmentalism and the Dominion Mandate. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Very, very good. Very well written. Mm -hmm. It's written for people like you and me. It's not scholarly. So you don't have to brush up on your 64 syllable words to understand it. That's very good. Very good. How do you know it's good for me? Because I know you. Because you're my wife. Mm. And I know what you like. Oh, okay. Because I've told you what you like. <laughs> it's dictatorship. Yes. You don't get a chance dictatorship, to choose. Just like I tell you what to read, what to do, what to wear, what to smell, how to walk. Right. And if you don't... That was exactly the action. This guy, what is he called? Sasha... Baron Cohen on The Dictator. Right. Remember. That's what he used to do. When he didn't like something, he would... Uh, show to this kind of a sign to cut the neck of somebody. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm explaining this because I want all of you to know what James just did on camera. Thank you. It was essential that people listening in know exactly what I did. He actually has the picture of guillotine. And every time he doesn't (laughs) like what I say, he just holds the picture up. (laughs) Goodness. Wow. (sighs) Anyway, A Different Shade of Green by Gordon Wilson. I just edited a podcast this past week, and Gordon was the um, featured uh, guest, and he's the author of the book, and it's really good. So if you're like a Christian and you're kind of confused as to how the attitude you should have about the environment, it was very good. So it's only for Christians? Uh, I mean, it. If you're not a Christian, I don't think you're going to really like it because it's written for Christians. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Buddhist, I, I, you, you would probably enjoy it, but it's meant for Christians who who believe that the Bible has authority in their lives. If you're not a Christian, I think you would like it because it's really well written, mm-hmm. but it's for Christians, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he has four different stereotypes of uh, how of Christians and their attitude about the environment. One is anti-green Andy. He's like, anything that uh, that the progressive environmentalists believe, I believe the opposite. Mm-hmm. If they say it, I have the polar opposite view. Uh, then they have pre-mill Pete, which is basically people who believe that uh, the rapture is going to happen tomorrow, so it really doesn't matter what we do. All we, just, all we have to concern ourselves with is save as many people as possible before the rapture comes because everybody else is going to burn in the lake of fire. So you really shouldn't be concerned with the environment. And then you have apathetic April. She just doesn't really give a hoot either way about the environment. 
And then we have Green Greta. And this is so funny what he wrote. I want to read this for you. It's Green Greta. Uh, Green Greta claims that Christians are supposed to be good stewards. That means uber green. Everything she eats is 100% organic and gluten-free. GMOs are from the pits of hell. She recycles every conceivable thing. She's a global warming alarmist and therefore is guilt-ridden about exhaling CO2 (laughs) and (laughs) driving her car. (laughs) She attempts to atone for her carbon footprint sins by acquiring eco-indulgences. They include driving a... (laughs) Eco-indulgences. They include driving a hybrid car, shopping at the co-op, walking to work when she's not late, and taking quick, lukewarm showers. She also plans to have 1.7 children. She loves fair trade because it's fair, and it's not nice to be unfair. She voted for Obama because he's green, and that's cool. She gets more upset at the death of endangered animals than abortion because endangered animals are rare and people are not. I like that. It's uh, it, And the whole book is written just like that, very lighthearted, but very, very insightful. Mm. So I... Hi- Highly recommend it. Different Shade of Green, A Biblical Approach to Environmentalism and the Dominion Mandate. Gordon Wilson. If you go to jamesandsana.com, I'll have it on the front page, a link so you can buy it if you want to. Not you, Sana, people listening in. Go to jamesandsana.com. So, that's that. It's your turn to share something of value now, honey. Excuse me, who was talking till now? What have you done this past week that you think people would find interesting? Pretty much the same. <sighs> Go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, it was much lighter week because uh, students already submitted assessments. There are some due next week, so everybody came to class and tried to ask me some questions. Some of them, they want me to write assessment for them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. their questions are just too direct. Yeah, the whole week was just work, 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 burying my boring husband. If you would just give me a chance, you would see that I'm not boring. If you would just let me, let my light shine, just allow me to just be myself. This little lamp right. of mine, I'm gonna <laughs> let it shine. This Rather little than this lamp of mine. caricature. That you, I'm gonna this box that you have shine. put me in. This little James if you would just allow mine, me to just be myself. I'm gonna let you shine, let you shine, let you shine, let you shine. If you would just let me be myself and not force me to reside in this little box, intellectual box, an emotional box. Honey, you you're free. In. You can do anything you want. You don't even have to ask me. I can't walk into Walmart without a face mask. I can't. So no, I can't do anything I want. Because that Walmart is not yours. It's everybody's. I should buy my own Walmart. And then I would say, you don't have to wear a face mask to walk in here. Honey, you know what? What? Uh, In Persian culture, usually when wife and husband, they're really in love. They always pick on each other. Like what I do to you. Like for Uh your culture, you probably think... My goodness, what is she doing? Why is she so nasty and rude? But actually, in my culture, husbands really fall in love with their wives when they do that. Well, I must be Persian, because I've really fallen in love with you. (laughs) 
Hey, my name is James Newcomb, and as you can hear, my wife and I like to have fun when we press record on these podcasts, and we bring this as a service to our clients and would-be, perhaps prospective clients of our company, Beaten Path Media, and we are working together to build this business, and we're just having a great time doing it. And if you are interested in learning more about Sana and myself and what we can offer, if you're thinking about getting into the podcasting, the YouTubing, the digital media production game, then look us up and I'd love to talk and see if we can help bring you to closer to your goals and bring you and your podcast, your YouTube, your digital media to the next level. Check us out on the web at beatenpath.media. That's spelled B-E-A-T-I-N path dot media. Thank you.